Hello and welcome to the Eating Disorder Therapist podcast. This is a podcast to help you find peace with food and overcome disordered eating. And I'm Harriet Frew, aka the Eating Disorder Therapist. And I'm so excited to share with you all kinds of stories, tips, information and guest interviews to help you on your journey in finding peace with food. So thank you so much for listening today. Now today it's me again and I am going to do another little bite-sized episode and I want to talk about five ways that we can differentiate between being orthorexic or you know having orthorexia type eating habits and being healthy because I think this is something that many of my clients are struggling with at the moment just finding it very hard to define where that line is and also really perhaps valuing health as something that's very important to them and being very reluctant sometimes to relax some of the very strict rules and um, and are very concerned that then they're not going to be healthy and really like panicking about finding that sweet spot. So hopefully this will give you a bit of guidance. So what do we mean by orthorexia? So orthorexia is an obsession with food one considers to be very healthy. And what this often means is that people end up avoiding food, sometimes not eating enough. And I guess what each individual determines as healthy or unhealthy is going to be slightly different. But I think often within the sort of orthorexia umbrella, people may give up sugar, not eat gluten, not eat dairy, Um, you know, those kind of things, maybe organic, never um, eat sort of non-organic foods. But I think again, it's slightly variable for each individual. And then what do we mean by health? Well, health, according to the World Health Organization, is a state of complete physical, mental and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease and infirmity. So that's quite interesting as well, because I'm really pleased to see that they have included the mental and the social aspects of health. Because I think sometimes we get so fixated, don't we, on health as being all about diet and exercise, and we forget the bigger picture. So the first way that I feel orthorexia is very different from being healthy is that orthorexia orthorexic attitudes tend to focus very much on diet as a means of defining health so controlling diet as a means of defining health and then I guess often exercise might then come into that but it's really primarily about the food but then I think again when someone is focusing in a very orthorexic way they're probably often neglecting mental health or social health and they might be ruled by a lot of anxiety and fear due to the rigidity and having to stick to all the rules, etc. And I think in our culture generally, health has often been reduced to being all about food and exercise, when of course we know it's much more than this, don't we? And I know anyone that listens to this podcast or works with me in therapy knows that I'm always going on about how centenarians, people that live to 100, the things that 
enable them to live to such an old age is often about having purpose, having great connections, not being lonely, having a moderate diet and being active, but it's about a whole range of different things in terms of their self-care, but ultimately as well so much about connections and purpose. So I guess with health, in contrast to more orthorexic attitudes, with health we are hopefully incorporating all aspects of health, so physical, social and mental. So I consider myself today, I'm always a work in progress as we all are, (laughs) but I think overall I have a fairly good um, attitude towards looking after myself, but that does and that might include, you know, eating healthily to some extent, but still including all the foods. Exercising, yes, you know, I do go to the gym probably about three times a week, but again, it's not a rigid rule-bound thing that I have to do. And I guess so importantly for me is having purpose. You know, I have great purpose through my job, through my family, through my hobbies, through my relationships. Um, socialising as well with the people that I really love, spending time with the people that I have great connections with, doing really fun things that bring me a lot of pleasure. All these things are so important for the bigger picture of health. And of course diet and exercise is in there, but not at the cost of all the other things that are so important. Okay, the second thing is thinking a bit about mindset behind the actions and choices that you're making. So if you have a tendency towards being more orthorexic, you are probably much more fixated, you are much more fear-induced when you're making choices, you might check ingredients, you might only eat foods within a narrow range, you might spend a lot of time thinking about food, and you might obsessively follow kind of you know, very clean eating accounts and you might be sort of really down that rabbit hole and it almost consumes so much of your headspace. Also as well, possibly, it doesn't have to come with it, but you may be more preoccupied with your body and sort of fears as well about getting it wrong in terms of if you're not putting the right stuff into your body. Whereas I guess with health, it's much more about being in the good enough place. So you're not kind of thinking about food all the time. You might be quite self-caring, so you might plan your meals, you might make sure that you've got some healthy choices in your fridge, um, you know, you might make sure that you go to the supermarket once a week and pick up some things so you've kind of like got everything available when you need it so you can fuel yourself and look after yourself and nourish yourself. But it's not a big preoccupation. This is kind of going along in the background of life. You might have a meal that you're really looking forward to, or you might you know, have some food-focused events that bring a lot of joy and pleasure, but it's not in that obsessive kind of overthinking way. It's much more just a kind of general hum in the background of life, and you're feeling much more peaceful about it. So you're not preoccupied, and you're much more flexible as well. So you know, you'll be able to kind of just go with the flow um, rather than be worrying about things not fitting into your rules. So the next thing is about orthorexia nervosa, or just being a bit more orthorexic, you're going to be much more rule-based. You probably have certain rules about what you can and can't eat. You probably have certain rules about what time you can eat. You probably have certain rules about what foods you're eliminating from your diet. Whereas I guess someone as well with more balanced health is gonna be much more 
flexible, spontaneous, able to go with the flow, um, you know, eating a whole range of foods and far less likely to be eliminating foods unless they've actually got a specific reason for doing that. So, you know, if someone's got celiac disease or something, maybe then, of course, they're not going to be eating gluten. But generally, day to day, actually, someone that's more in that kind of healthy zone can actually eat a wide range of foods um, without anxiety. The next one is around socialising. And um, I guess if you have sort of orthorexic tendencies, you're probably very anxious about socialising. If you go out to a restaurant, if you go out to a party, you're probably really panicking. If your permitted foods are going to be available, you might end up having to take your own food. You might really, really worry about these events. You might end up not eating. You might end up not joining in because you're so preoccupied about the food. And in a way, the preoccupation with food has taken over and you're not able to be present in the moment. So there's a lot of fear there. Whereas I guess if you have a more healthy attitude to food, you can be spontaneous. You know, I know for me, if someone said to me tonight, Harriet, half an hour, I'm coming around to pick you up, we're going out for dinner. I'd be like, bring it on. Yeah, take me anywhere. Fish and chips, pizza, Chinese, I will eat anything. <laughs> I'm just like my priority these days. It's not having to cook, not having to wash up and um, having tasty, pleasurable food with people I care about. So I guess, again, that's something to think about. You know, can you be flexible? Can you be spontaneous? Can you go to a restaurant without worrying about all the different things? Can you be present and in the moment? Because of that's being more healthy, whereas with orthorexia, again, there's a lot of fear. And the final thing is just like the overall general state that you are in day to day. So as you have probably understood from the different points that I've raised, if you are prone to being more in an orthorexic place, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of fear, you're probably in a kind of fight flight place with your nervous system, there's a lot of rules, it's very rigid, you're kind of probably always kind of future thinking about what's happening next, it's really hard to be present and in the moment. Whereas a, when you're in a place of more good balanced health, you can feel more peaceful, more calm, you can be more in the moment, you can really enjoy interactions, you don't have to be kind of having this whole extra dialogue about food preoccupying you 24 hours a day, you can just be getting on with life and food is just much more in the background as a necessary and enjoyable part of life but not something that has to be sort of thought about all the time in this fear-inducing way. So I hope you found this episode helpful and thought-provoking. Do have a think, you know, where do you think you are at the moment on the more kind of orthorexic end towards the more healthy end of, you know, mindset around eating? And if you notice that you are a bit rigid, a bit rule-bound, there's a lot of fear and anxiety, you might just want to think about what are the first baby steps to head in the other direction. And I think in addressing a lot of our fears, it needs to often be done quite gradually. I know some people do go all in and I have, you know, real respect for that. And I think you've got to do you, whatever works for you. But often if you have been sort of using food as a sort of safety coping strategy, sometimes you need to kind of let go of that life raft very gradually, bit by bit, and slowly relax your rules so you can 
almost kind of gently accustom yourself to the next level before you kind of go further. Um, so yeah, have a think what might be a baby step for you. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you again so much for listening. If you're not following me already, do seek me on Instagram at the eating disorder therapist underscore. And for further support with your relationship with food, do go to the eating disorder therapist.co.uk. And if you enjoy this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you'd follow, rate, and review as it helps it reach so many more listeners. Thank you so much for listening today, and I look forward to sharing another podcast episode with you very soon.